Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale, and this podcast is all about breaking down and simplifying the world of dressage training. Now, in this episode, we are going to be talking all about when is the right time to move up a level. It's a question that I think a lot of us mull over in our heads and worry. And so in true decomplicating fashion, we're gonna break it down, we're gonna simplify it, and we're gonna make it super easy for you to know when you're ready to make that transition to the next level, whether that's from intro to prelim or from advanced medium to PSG. As usual, if you enjoy this episode, then please do share it. The best way to do this is on social media and you can tag us in it and let us know what you think too. You can find us at Decomplicating Dressage on both Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget, if you're looking for a place to improve your dressage knowledge, as well as find dedicated training sessions to fix a huge variety of dressage issues, then come and join us on the training hub over at www.decomplicatingdressage.com. So I think it's probably quite fair to say that we've all got to a stage where we felt confident and comfortable at a level. And then the time comes when that question gets asked of, should I move up a level or should I start affiliating? And it can seem really daunting at first because you may question whether now is the right time or whether you're good enough. And that's where kind of I thought this podcast could come in is I've put together five ways to know exactly if you're ready to make that step up and this can be whether you're looking to start competing at the next level or whether you're deciding whether to affiliate or deciding whether to qualify for a championship or an area festival so this episode doesn't just apply to those wanting to go up a level in dressage competitions but it can be for anyone looking to push themselves to that next level whether that's 
you're wanting to show jump at a bigger height, whether you're looking to affiliate in British eventing or British show jumping or British dressage, or if you're questioning whether to try to qualify for that championship that you've always wanted to go to. These five things I'm going to talk about can be like a checkbox list, which is going to really help you to work out if you're ready and if now's the right time and that you can be really confident in that decision too. So let's get straight into the first one then. Have you achieved what you wanted to achieve at your current level? So I speak about it a lot about setting goals and how important that is because it helps to keep you motivated, yes, but it gives you a direction both for your training and for your competing. Everyone's goals are completely individual to them and the reason why one person competes is going to be very different to another person. So I think it's really important that firstly you're very clear on why you're competing in the first place so that you can then work out what level is going to work for you. Now Is it because you want to give your horse more experience in a competitive atmosphere? Is it because you want to win or be in the top 10 at national championships or get your qualifying scores to go internationally? It's in a lot more kind of competitive level. Or is it because you want to give your horse some positive experiences in a bigger environment? Let's say you've had a few spooky or naughty competitions recently. Or is it because you enjoy just kind of hanging out and seeing your friends and it's a kind of fun social time for you? Or is it just a kind of level to help you in your training to kind of see where you're at? So all these things are very different. If you're competing for the social side or if you're wanting to give your horse some positive experiences or if you're just wanting to give your horse more experience in bigger atmospheres, then the level you compete at isn't really relevant. Whether you're competing at prelim or PSG, the atmosphere or the social side is still going to be there either way. But then if you're wanting to be competitive and in the top 10 or even win kind of national championships, then you're probably wanting to be looking at staying at the level and working on becoming the best you can be at that level rather than making that transition up and potentially end up having to work for a little bit longer, you could then look at doing that kind of the year after. But then if your aim is to say wear tails and go PSG and you aren't really fussed about the score, then once you feel confident in the movements, you're going to get out and get going. The point is that what level you choose to ride at completely depends on those goals and what you're actually trying to get out of competing as well as what you're trying to get out of the competition season as a whole and the same applies to when you're deciding whether to make that move up think about why you compete and what your goals actually are at the moment and that can be both your competition goals and your training goals and see if going up a level actually aligns with those goals that you set yourself It also can be a really good idea to set yourself a goal for the level you're competing at. Like, for example, a lot of people's goals is to qualify for the area festivals or for the regionals or for a championship. And then once you've qualified and you've ticked off that goal, you can then look at moving up to the next level and trying to qualify then. 
Number two then is, can you actually ride the movements for the next level confidently at home? So what level are you actually training at? So before you move up a level, you want to make sure that you're confident riding those movements that are going to be required at home. So say you're thinking of moving up to novice level, you need to make sure you're able to ride a counter canter, a medium trot, a medium canter. And if you want to make the move up to elementary, you need to make sure you're confident with the leg yields and the simple changes. This is kind of why I always suggest that you train at a level above the level you compete at. So if you've just started competing at novice, you should be training kind of elementary level at home. And this means that whilst you're competing at novice, you're going to be coming more confident with those elementary moves. So it's going to have that kind of double advantage for you because it's going to mean that you should feel super confident competing at novice or that level below. Because in comparison to your training, the movements that you're going to be doing in competition are going to seem relatively easy. But it's also going to be that whilst you are competing at that level below, you're going to be consolidating and becoming confident in the work at the level above. So by the time you come to thinking about moving up a level, you should be basically ready to go. So try looking at some tests for the level above and running through them at home to see how it is to kind of ride those movements and link all the movements together. Sometimes it can seem really easy to do the movements alone, but when you have to actually put them all together like in a test, it suddenly is actually a bit more difficult. So if you're able to run through the test and you feel confident in the movements, then you should be pretty confident to be able to move up a level. Number three then is, are you happy with your current scores? So this is a bit of an interesting one because I'm not always a fan of just using your scores to determine when to move up a level because you get horses that really don't do well at the lower levels but are more suited to the higher levels and get better scores up there. And you get some that have that kind of natural relaxation and rhythm that the judges love at the lower levels. But it's always a good idea to think about how happy you are with your scores at the moment, not necessarily what scores you get, because everyone's idea of a good score is different. The Some people are going to be really happy to kind of break that 60% barrier and some aren't going to be happy unless they're high up in those 70s. And for some, the score is irrelevant and they just want to go and enjoy it. And that's all those three are totally fine. It's just what are you happy with? And I think if you feel that both you and your horse find the level you're at quite easy and you're consistently getting a clear round with minimal mistakes, no issues, then you can definitely look at moving up a level. If you look at your test sheet and you can see loads of areas where you still feel you could improve, then maybe it's worth holding off for a bit and really confirming the work you're doing now before moving up. If you're wanting like a actual score to kind of give you that kind of should I, shouldn't I, then generally anything below kind of 65, I always say to people, keep plugging away, look at the areas that you can work on because realistically it's only going to get more difficult and the judges are going to expect 
more and a higher degree of those scales of training, whether that's your rhythm, your suppleness, your contact and so on. If you can get everything together and sorted now at a level you feel comfortable with, then it's going to make that transition up a level so much easier. And you can even like go and chat to a judge after your test and ask them for their opinion. Every judge that I've ever spoken to has always been more than happy for me to pick their brains and ask their advice. So don't be scared to kind of go up. They're not, I feel like as dressage riders, we kind of see judges as like this, these like other beings and they kind of sit in their box and then they leave and you kind of never speak to them. But actually them, them like, they're all really lovely people. So don't be afraid to go and chat to them, ask their advice, see what they think, because at the end of the day, they're going to be the people that are judging you. So it's worth getting their opinion. Number four then is how are you and your horse feeling at a show? So I think this is a really important one to talk about because there are some horses and people who really step up and feed off the atmosphere of a competition and there are some who get nervous or anxious or pressured or kind of go in on themselves and I think while we're talking about this as well one thing that was a real light bulb moment for me and we're going a little bit off track here but it was the realization that sometimes a horse that is nervous or anxious might not show that as being spooky or tense and they might actually just become lazy or behind the leg or feel like they kind of get stuck or go in on themselves. And similarly, nerves or anxiety in people doesn't always present as that kind of sick butterfly feeling that we always associate with it. And I think that's really important to talk about because I think a lot of the time people go, oh, well, I don't feel like my heart's beating really fast and I don't feel like I'm... I don't know, I don't feel stressy or my horse doesn't feel stressy, but actually everyone can present in different ways. So I actually get really tired if I get nervous, both physically as well as like the yawning, sleepy type tired. Um, And I didn't actually realise that that was me getting nervous until one of my trainers actually said it. So, and kind of he kind of had the same thing. So... I think that's a really good point to kind of mention. But back to what we were saying, if either you or your horse do get nervous or anxious or the other way and you feel your horse gets kind of overexcited and kind of overstimulated in a competition environment, it may be that you're working at elementary or medium and you feel really confident with the movements at home but actually the atmosphere gets to you or your horse at a show and you're still not quite getting that clear round mistake-free test at prelim yet. And in that case, it's totally okay for you to stay at prelim until you feel that the confidence is there, both for you and your horse. And then you can move up once the kind of mindset is there. Rather than trying to kind of force it and push it through, you're then going to end up with a horse that's either overexcited or nervous or you're going to be overexcited or nervous. And you're going to be trying to do all the movements for novice elementary medium while still not feeling quite confident at prelim. So don't feel don't feel pressured to go up a level just because your friends are or a horse, you know, is the same age is at that level or 
uh, your friend is at the same age as you and they're going up a level or whatever it's not there's no timeline for dressage it's not like if you wait a year and go up the next year that's going to hinder you in any way so don't don't stress or feel like you need to go up a level every year or on a certain timeline just do it at your own pace and when you feel you and your horse are ready to actually do it and number five then is ask your trainer and this seems so simple I know but so many people rarely do it and your trainer is going to be the person that most likely is going to know the most about you they're going to know what you're capable of where you're currently kind of training at and if you're actually ready to make that transition up as well as whether it's actually going to be beneficial for you to make that transition now. So it may seem really obvious, but do remember to actually ask the people around you that you trust and are knowledgeable enough to what their opinions are on it. And it might give you that extra bit of confidence to kind of trust your decision as well. So let's say you've listened to this, you've made the decision to move up a level, whether that's you're going from novice to elementary or you're making the decision to go affiliated or you're making the transition to kind of go upper heights um, in show jumping or whatever that is now we need to look at what is the best way to kind of make that transition up so first thing I always say to people when they want to move up a level is I say go and test ride or go and practice so if you are wanting to go and show jump upper level let's say you're going from British novice to discovery then go out and actually go and ride a course in some way you don't know with jumps you don't know at a discovery level if you are wanting to go up from novice to elementary go out somewhere you don't know ride in whiteboards and actually ride through an elementary test because before you go out and compete practicing running through a couple of different tests at the higher level at home is really good because it's going to give you an idea of how it feels to link those movements together like we said. So it's going to teach you how you kind of need to set it up, how you need to prepare and if there's anything that actually you've kind of forgotten to work on in your training. But then you need to look at actually going out. We all know that it's easier to get it at home than it is to get it in a test. And there are so many test riding sessions all around the country with so many different judges, trainers and so on, where you can go out and actually run through the test, get feedback about your test, where you feel you should improve. And they're great kind of introductions to a new level and can be really helpful to kind of take the pressure off and practice, but away from home. My second tip for you is to try, if you're already at affiliated, is to try unaffiliated at the level above. So if you're not sure or you're not quite confident enough to go up a level, then you can always give it a go at an unaffiliated show. So a lot of the riders that I teach will compete affiliated at, say, elementary, and then they will go and do unaffiliated medium. And I think that being able to kind of run through tests in a competition environment that maybe isn't as big an atmosphere and where there's kind of that perceived idea of kind of less pressure than when you're kind of in an affiliated, it will help to kind of give you that confidence to be able to go out 
and then make the move up to affiliated when you're ready. If you're unaffiliated and you're kind of saying, okay, that's great, but I'm unaffiliated, so what's the level below that? There's been such a massive spark in these online dressage competitions and they're a really great way to kind of try out the level above, still get really good judges and also get feedback too. So you can do, let's say you're competing unaffiliated prelim and you want to make the move up to novice then you can go and ride through novices, whether that's at home or you can do it as part of a kind of test riding or arena hire. And then you can send that off and still get your scores and everything else without the pressure of feeling like you need to necessarily perform in that kind of competitive atmosphere. My third tip then is it's not really a tip, it's more of a statement, is that it's not going to be perfect the first time. And I think this is kind of arguably the most important, and I think the thing that most people struggle with, is that when they make that transition up a level, they want to be as good and get as good scores as they were getting at the level below. And that's just not going to happen. Because when you make that transition up a level, obviously the judges are going to be expecting a higher degree of those scales of training. They're going to be expecting a higher degree of accuracy, a higher degree of preparation. You're going to be expected to really step up and that's not going to happen overnight. That's going to take time for you to kind of work out what you need to do and how to rise it and how to really perfect it. But that's only going to come with practice. So I think it's important to recognise that and also recognise that there is such a huge variety of people in the class when you actually make the decision and go and compete. There are going to be people who have been doing your new higher level for years and they're going to be super confident at that level, super professional and have it all down to a T. And there are also going to be people like you who it's their first time and there are going to be everyone in between those two brackets and so don't put pressure on yourself to get the scores or get the marks or have that same mistake free test as you had before in that level below because if it happens amazing great if it doesn't happen it doesn't matter you're at a whole new journey at a whole new level and you've got to go through that journey to actually get to that perfect mistake free test at the end of your journey, not at the beginning. If you go up a level and you get 78% and it's all great as daisies, then realistically I would be saying maybe you should be going up another level because everything is clearly there. So don't be worried about it not being perfect the first time. And then my fourth tip is just to enjoy it. Like remind yourself that yes this is a higher level yes it's more challenging yes you're now on a whole new journey at a whole new level but actually think about again why you're competing keep coming back to if you're doing it for fun make sure you have fun if you're doing it to give your horse a good experience actually really focus on giving your horse a good experience don't get bogged down in the marks and the kind of scores if that's not what you want to be doing set your own goals for your new level and make it about what you actually want and then you can work your way towards achieving that and let yourself actually be proud of the fact that you've made that 
transition up and that is based on your hard work and no one else's realistically so be proud of the fact you've made that transition up accept the fact it's not going to be perfect and just enjoy it really so that is the end of this episode I really hope that you enjoyed it and it helped to kind of clear up and make you feel a bit more confident in deciding whether to make that transition up a level or whether to go affiliated or whether to start trying to qualify for a championship do let me know what you think of this episode like I said at the beginning you can do it by tagging us in it and you can find us at decomplicating dressage on both instagram and facebook thank you so much for listening guys and I will see you next time ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.